Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and welcome to another episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. We are so delighted that you've decided to tune in for episode number 1,667. I am your host, Arthenia Jackson, coming to you live from South Carolina, and I am so excited that you have decided to join in. We have some great things to share with you tonight, and before we even get started, just want to let you know a little bit about me, just in case this is your first time tuning in. So, again, my name is Arthenius Jackson, and my organization is called One Touch Transformation. One Touch Transformation, and it is a nonprofit organization where our mission is to educate the community about sexual abuse while encouraging and empowering all victims and survivors. And so the organization was started back in January 2014, and we have been pretty much active for the past eight years. And up until this year, um, I decided to take, you know, a little small break to enjoy just being a survivor. And I'll go a little bit more detail about that later. But with One Touch Transformation, it started simply off of the story of me surviving childhood sexual abuse. I was silent for 20 years and never said anything about it, never spoke up about it because of just the fear of being embarrassed, of, of not being believed, and the shame and the guilt. There was so much that came along with it, and that's what a lot of survivors and a lot of victims suffer from today. And it's the reason why so many are silent or have been silent for so many years. They are just afraid or either just fear that they won't be believed. And it's because of the stigma that comes with just being a victim or a survivor of sexual abuse. So there are so many effects that also come along with being a victim and a survivor, and some of them are long-lasting. But guess what? There is help out there. There is help. There are resources. And, of course, we have God who can you know, help us and heal us and deliver us from all things. But we know every every journey is different. Every journey is different from everyone. I understand that. I, I you know, firsthand experience. My journey may not be the same as the next person's journey, but we all have a story. We all have a journey that we're on, a healing journey. And just remember that it's not linear. Every journey or every healing journey is not linear. But I would like to highly, you know, recognize the fact that there is help out there and it is okay to seek counseling it is okay to seek therapy i went through it and it was helpful so i encourage any survivor anyone that you may know that may need help let them know that there is help out there it is available and and thank god for technology today because you know we're we have so many advantages now where you don't even have to talk to to anyone over the phone. You can do it simply online. And so if you're not at the place where you're ready to talk about it, you can actually chat about it. And so that's what I love about one of the biggest resources that I often refer people to, which is um, RAIN, and it stands for Rape, Abuse, Incest National Network. So it is one of the largest organizations that is um, helpful to all victims and survivors and even those who are trying to help others who are going through these these difficult times. And so if you go to that website, which is RAIN.org, R-A-I-N-N.org, you will be able to search for the nearest rape crisis centers in your area. And also it will give you the sexual assault hotline and the chat line. All of that is available there. But if you would like to jot down that hotline, it is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673, and that is the sexual assault hotline. And so remember, if you go to rain.org, it will give you that number as well as a a prompt to chat with someone. And, you know, there's so much information on the website that even as a um, someone who's helping, if you're just trying to get more information, uh, find other resources, that website is full of tons of information. And so I suggest even if you're, if you're not familiar 
with the effects or uh, familiar with the signs, you can go to that website and learn. Learn as much as you can so that you can help the next person. Because let me tell you, there are so many people, men and women, who are still suffering from the pain of the past. And the the effects of it is so tremendous, tremendously awful because it, it follows you. Like if you do not get the help that you need, it can, like, oh, my goodness, it can destroy your mind. And, you know, when things begin to bother you mentally and hurt you mentally, it takes effect on you physically. And so, you know, you have some people who are dealing with physical ailments due to things that have been bothering them mentally and emotionally due to the trauma that they endured. So there, there's a lot and so much that I can talk about when it comes to the effects of sexual abuse because, you know, like I said, firsthand experience, and I've always been the one who wants and, and allow people to share their story, use their voice so that they're able to regain their power. You know, it, I, I never thought, you know, that I would openly talk about what happened to me, but after I spoke up for the first time. It was so freeing. It was liberating. And that's why I strongly encourage those who are still silent to tell someone. You may not share your story on a, on a huge platform. You may not post about it, and that is perfectly fine. I just want you to share it with someone that you can confide in, that's someone that you can trust. And if you still can't find anyone, like I said, go to those resources and seek help because I want you to be free. I want you to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Because I know if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. God has, I'm telling you, he has brought me a long way. The past eight years, it has been quite a journey. I should say nine years because it it wasn't until 2013 when I actually said something to my family, but 2014 is when I started the organization to help others do the same thing. But I'm telling you, it has been quite a journey. Every day has not been beautiful. I would be lying if I said it was, but every day has not been beautiful, but it has been such a a growing and learning experience for me personally. And I have, you know, I have learned so much. I have grown so much. I have evolved, you know, so many times. And I'm just truly grateful that I am able to openly talk about it and just share the goodness of God and how he has, you know, given me true freedom, how he has given me, you know, peace, like real peace about it. You know, everyone does not have that. Everyone is not able to, you know, continue with their life as a survival. And I'm just truly thankful. I'm not boasting about it. I'm not bragging about it. But I am bragging about God, how he has done so much for me, how he is, you know, it's just such a wonderful feeling. Like I said, it's so freeing and so liberating. And I just want this same liberation for those who may be suffering from the pain of their past because I'm telling you, when God sets you free, he sets you free indeed. And it does not mean that it erased the fact that it happened because I understand it did happen, that that memory will never go away. But I guarantee you that once God frees you and gives you the peace that you need, you are able to not only just survive, but you're able to thrive. And you learn how to deal with those moments when they come because, yes, they will still come, but God gives us peace. He gives us the joy. He gives us the strength that we need in order to continue on this journey, and I'm grateful, and I pray, and I pray, and I pray that God will give someone who is listening right now who is still battling with the pain or or with those memories of what someone did to you, how they harmed you, how they abused you, how they manipulated you. I want you to know to just trust God. Trust God through this process. Trust the process which is one of the the greatest advice that I was given during my healing journey. Trust the process, and God will deliver you. He will free you. He will set you free from your past, and you will no longer have to allow your past to dictate who you are or who you were destined to become. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Like I said, I can go on and on about what God has done in my life, and and I hope that, you know, this has helped someone who is listening right now. And even as I continue, I hope the message will, will give you some encouragement to let you know to just, you know, lean on God. Lean on God. Trust in him. 
take him at his word. He will. He will strengthen you. He will give the, give you the strength that you need. I know sometimes it seems like you're not going to make it. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't look good. But we serve a God who is able to do all things. You know, people will fail us, but God will never fail us. We might slip. We might even fall. But guess what? God is right there to pick us right back up. And it doesn't matter if you have to start over. It is okay. As long as there is breath in your body, continue to to live. And if you have to start over, it is okay. We, we serve a God who gives us chance after chance. He is a God of a lot of chances, not just second chances, but sometimes we have to start over every day. You know, brand new mercies each and every day. It's another chance for us to get it right, another chance to, to get closer to our healing, another chance to get closer to our deliverance. So don't give up. Do not give up. Keep trusting in God. Keep holding on. And he will not fail you. He will not fail you. And so, again, the name of the organization is One Touch Transformation. And so I mentioned as I was giving my intro about the organization that we have been active, you know, for the past eight years because it started in 2014. But when 2022 came in, I made up my mind that I was going to spend this year living as a survivor and not so much as an advocate because, you know, I've poured so much out into other people, into different organizations, helping out, collaborating, and, you know, I've kind of pushed myself to the side or, you know, my self-care and all that to the side. And I don't, you know, not that I regret any of that, but, uh, you know, because I was happy to, to help those who were in need and to just, you know, be a help wherever I could. You know, it was in my heart. I was doing it with a genuine and a sincere heart. But I did recognize at the beginning of this year that I had pretty much kind of forsaken my own self-care and my, my mental side. And so I said, you know what? This year I am going to enjoy just being a survivor. I have been advocating for, you know, the past seven years at the time. And, you know, I pretty much kind of forgot what it was like to just survive, you know? And, and and sometimes that happens. We can help so so many people. We can pour, and we never get refilled fully. You know, some, we, sometimes we get poured back into um, you know our spiritual lives and our mental and emotional state. Sometimes we get poured back into. But you know, for the past seven years, I've been pouring and pouring and pouring and. And, of course, sometimes you do get drained, but you keep going because it's in your heart to help. It's in your heart to keep pushing. Because when, you, when you're really, truly doing it with a servanthood heart, then it's one of those things that you, you just can't stop doing. And sometimes we don't stop until something happens. <laughs> and so I did not want to get to the point where I kept pouring continuously and, you know, just kind of got too drained and could not do anything so I, I purposely in my mind to to just take a break from advocating. Now, so don't get me wrong, I'm still an advocate, still a firm advocate, but I've decided to take this year off and to just live as a survivor. You know, be free as a survivor. Because what I realized, so I I shared my story in 2013, and during that year, that's when I went to counseling, I went to therapy, and then that 2014, January 2014, that's when I jumped right into helping others. And so I was like, okay, let me pause, like put my life on pause, put the advocating on pause, and let me just live as a survivor. Let me just live as a survivor. And that's what I've been doing. And, you know, and it, it has felt really good. Now, I am looking forward to getting back to it next year, <laughs> but I'm taking this full year off to just live as a survivor, and it has it has been so beneficial. I've been able to, you know, be even more free without, you know, carrying the burdens of others. But like I said, I am looking forward to getting back to it because I do miss it. I do miss it, but I'm taking care of myself mentally and emotionally. And, you know, when I think back, and I promise you I'm going to get to the message and it's all going to tie in, I promise you. As I think back over the past eight years where I was and where I am now, 
I can't help but just be grateful for what God has done and how he has allowed me to continue to grow. And and I even think about those who have gone through either similar or the same traumatic experiences. And, and like I said, I'm not boasting and bragging or anything, but there are some people who have not been able to reach this level of peace just yet. But we believe in by faith that you will. But so many people have not been able to reach the level of peace that God has given me. And, you know, and this is what I'm trying to show others and give to others and show them, like, God can give you this peace, you know, that surpasses all understanding. Now, even though I was hurt, even though I was molested as a young girl, today I am at peace. I am at peace because I know I am not that little girl, and I did not, and I will not. I refuse to allow the pain of the past, the effects from the past, to dictate who God has destined me to become and, and even who I am right now. And let me tell you, the, the effects that, that come along with sexual abuse, as, you know, speaking from a, a female's perspective, there are women today who have not been able to still, you know, love, love themselves, love others, um, relationships. You know, there, there's a, there are a list of things. And so I am so happy and, and proud to say that, you know, I found love when I never thought that I would, when I, I knew how hard it was to love myself, let alone love someone else. I didn't even, I didn't know how to love myself, so therefore I didn't know how to love someone else. And I'm so proud and happy to say that I found love, and I'm getting married. I, mean, I did not see this coming, but because of God, he's allowed me to find or, the, or allowed him to find the right one. We found each other, you know. It was kind of a mutual thing. And so I am so excited, and I praise God for this moment and the experience that I will have that I didn't think I would have, but it's because of the grace of God. It's because the peace that he has finally given me. And so I, I am so happy. I am so happy. I'm, I'm, I'm past happy. I'm full of joy. <laughs> Scratch be happy. I talked about uh, the pursuit of happiness, but, no, I have joy I have joy. And so this is going to tie right along into what I want to continue to talk about tonight, which is Father knows best. You know, when we think about it, he knows what's best for us. Now, there was an old sitcom, like an old, old, old sitcom, you know, (laughs) way older than me. I think when I looked it up, um, it first came on in like 1954. So uh, I apologize if I offended anyone by saying the word old. <laughs> but this um, the sitcom, it first came on back in 1954, I'm sorry, 54, called Father Knows Best. And I've never watched it. I just remember, you know, seeing clippings of it and the title of it, so I never really looked into it to see what it was about. But whenever you look at the synopsis, it talks about how the father just, kind of helped and guided his children through everyday decisions. So, you know, okay, quite naturally, that's what fathers should do or are supposed to do in the home. Um, But tonight I want to talk about our father, our father, who's a good, good father. Yes, yes, the song just popped into my head. Love the song. Your good, good father is who you are. It's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am. You're a good, good father. It's who you are, it's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am, it's who I am. Who I am, and you're perfect in all of your ways. Yes, you're perfect in all of your ways. You're perfect in all of your ways to us. Yes, you're perfect in all of your ways. You're perfect in all of your ways. Yes, you're perfect in all of your ways to us. 
Cause you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. And I'm so glad that we have a great father, you know, and he loves us just for who we are, not because of anything that we've done, but he just loves us but just who we are, no matter what we have done, you know, because we've disappointed him. We've made him upset, but you know what? That has never changed his love. His love has never changed towards us. Something about the Father's love, our Heavenly Father, and I'm so grateful because he knows what's best for us. He knows what's best for us, and that's what makes him, you know, a good father. He's an amazing father, a a wonderful father, none like him. He is perfect in all of his ways, perfect in all of his ways. Amen. So we, we deserve a good, good father. So I would like to, you know, reflect on a few scriptures talking about our Father, he knows best. So we go through different circumstances. Uh, we encounter different situations, um, if not daily, weekly, monthly, but just in life, <laughs> in life in general, we encounter different things, different problems. And, you know, a lot of times what we do, we, we seek other things first other than God. And we end up going to God last or even just second. Sometimes we put them second, but sometimes we put them last. We try to figure out the solution ourselves or or go to our friends and our family and ask, what do you think? What do you think I should do? What do you think this is? Instead of just going to God first. I mean, he's the one that created us, so why not go to him first? And so um, the first scripture that I want to reflect on is Matthew 6 and 8 in the second part of it. So it says, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. And, and I'll even take it back to the seventh verse. It says, and when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans. This is the NIV. For they think they will be heard because of their many words. So it's like you don't have to pretend to be anyone else even if it's not with praying, just having a relationship with God. You don't have to pretend to be like, you know, you don't have to be like anyone else. You don't have to pretend, and you don't have to be like anyone else. God is going to accept you for who you are. Whenever you're going to him, just be you. Why? Because he knows what you need before you ask him. Father knows best. Father already knows. We know and he knows. But he knows before we even ask him. And so that's why he's like, just come to me as you are. Don't try to pretend or act like other people when you've heard them talk to you or talk to me. Like, just just come as you are. I mean, everyone's relationship with God or with our father is different. Even in the natural, a father has a certain relationship with his children. And so the same way, God has a relationship with you. He's your father. He knows you. He knows all about you. He created you from head to toe. So he already knows what's going on in your life. But, you know, we go to other people, and sometimes we go to people who know nothing about us. And some people, they might know a little something about us, but we never go to God first, to the, to the one who made us, the one who created us, the one who calls us his masterpiece. And so that's why he says, look, I already know what you need before you even ask. That's what makes him a good father. That's how we know he knows best. Why not go to the person who created you? 
the person who made you, the person who knows you up and down, all around, side to side, <laughs> every hair on your head. He he knows you. So therefore he knows what's best. He knows what you need. He knows what you're lacking. He knows what you desire. And he also knows what you don't need. He knows what we don't need even when we do desire it. Even when we think we want it or feel like we have to have it, God knows if we really need it or if we don't need it or, or if we need to stay away from it or if we need to avoid it or, or go the, the opposite direction. You know, sometimes we may go to God and say, look, I need an answer. I need to know if I need to go left or right. But God already knows that we're coming to him to ask this question because he made us. He knows us. That's what makes him a good father. All right, next scripture I want to reflect on is Proverbs, chapter 19, verse 21. So Proverbs, chapter 19, and verse 21. And it says, many are the plans, still reading in the NIV, said, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Again, it says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. All right, so we have many plans that we have, you know, for our lives. We may write them down because we know the scripture tells us to, you know, write the vision, make it plain. So it's cool. Write your plans down. But even after we've written those plans down, we have to make sure that they are aligned with with God's purpose for our life. Because sometimes we have all these plans. We want to do this. We want to go there. We want to get this done. We want to accomplish this. And sometimes it, it may not align with God's purpose on your life. And sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow. Believe me. You don't know how many times when I've written that I wanted to do this or go go there. And, you know, if it wasn't in God's plan, then it's like, well, who am I to argue with? And I'm not going to try to make it happen if God said no or not yet or, you know, just wait, grow some more, and then maybe I'll take you there. <laughs> but we have we have several plans that we've never written down. We have many plans that we just have, you know, in our heart, and it's like we really want to get it done. We really want to accomplish it. But at the end of the day, the Lord's purpose it's going to prevail. He has the last say. So why? Because he knows what's best. Father knows best. So why? Why would I try to, you know, overturn a decision that God has on my life or, or try to against the plans that he has for my life or go against his answer or his will? It's not going to work is not going to work. You're only going to get to so far trying to bypass what God said to do or not to do. We've read about Jonah. <laughs> We've read about Jonah, how God had set out a purpose on his life. God wanted him to carry out his purpose, but what did Jonah do? Hmm. Opposite direction. Did it work? Nope. And so we have to take note from Jonah and his journey and realize that, hey, we can't be like Jonah. And who's to say we're going to make it out of the, the belly of the fish, you know? There are some things that, you know, we just can't escape. And it's just by grace that we are still here today because, there, I mean, there have been plenty of times when we may have gone against God's will well, thank God for his grace that we're still here. Thank God he still had mercy upon us for disobeying him. But Father knows best. He knows what's best. And so his purpose is going to prevail every time. It might take some time for us to, you know, understand and really hear him, you know, because we be hearing him. We hear him, but we're going to really hear him. Like, are you really hearing me? And then, yes, I hear you, God. I, I don't want to have a Jonah experience. Let me do it right the first time. 
Let me follow your will the first time. Don't let me be so quick to go, you know, the opposite direction or don't be so, I don't want to be so quick to go after all of these plans I have written down and not consult God and then end up in the belly of a fish and you may or may not make it out. And no telling what the belly of the fish is today. All kind of crazy things are happening, so um, there's no telling. Sometimes people may not make it out. The things that you have gone through, others have gone through it too and didn't make it out. So we have to be careful that we don't go against, you know, the purpose that he has on our life. He knows what's best for us. And, And most of the time when we try to do things our way, we end up making a mess out of it. We end up in trouble every single time. And if we just would have listened, if we would have just obeyed, if we would have just consulted God the first time, we wouldn't end up in the mess that we're in. And it, and it's sad because there are some things that we have done years ago and some of the effects of it is still lingering around. And it's all because we went against the plans that he has for us. Because he said it's going to prevail every time. We, we cannot go around it. We we cannot bypass it, but, like, the, the path that God has for us, we have to follow it. We have to because he knows best. Father knows best. And so a lot of times uh, in the natural, when we're talking about the natural side, as, as, younger, as younger children, sometimes we may feel like our parents don't know what we're talking about or what they're talking about, or they don't understand what we're going through or what we're dealing with. And, you know, there are some cases when that is true. But for the most part, because <laughs> they are the one who created us, our father, our parents, they know us. They know us. And a lot of times we take on a lot of their um I guess a lot of their tendencies and a lot of their attributes and all, like we, we take on all of that because, you know, of course they create us when we're talking about the genes and everything that's the um, things that are hereditary that's passed on. So our mannerism, the way we do things, just, just general, <laughs> we take after our parents. And so when our parents approach us and question us, Make me try to lie, but they know. <laughs> Parents, they know when children are lying. They know. And so the same way with our father, we, we can't escape him. We can't escape him. He knows. The person that created you knows you up and down, <laughs> side to side, in and out. So why do you think? Well, what makes you think that God doesn't know what's best for us? We think we know what's best for us. We do. We really do. We we think we have it all figured out. We've got it all planned out. We've written it down. We're going we're going to do X Y Z, and we think we have it, you know, going on. But most of the time, you know, the whole the old saying that said, "Show God your plans and, and make them last." I'm pretty sure he does that quite often when we're having our, our daily chats, like, God, yeah, I think this is what I, I want to do. I want to accomplish this. And here are my short-term goals. And and by all means, I am not saying anything is wrong with having goals because you do need goals because they, you know, they will help you, give you something to work towards. But at the same time, make sure that it is aligned with the plan that God has for you or with the purpose he has for you, you know. So that's all I'm saying. Um, so continue to have goals. Continue to have, write your visions down. But uh, we have to make sure that we go to God with them and not just write them down and leave them to the side and work on them on our own because it's not going to work that way. It's not going to work that way. And, and we cannot expect to be successful. We cannot expect to, you know, accomplish great things without consulting God and without getting, you know, his, kind of his approval. Because we don't want to step out of his will. We don't want to step out of the, the, the purpose that he has for us because God, God has some amazing things lined up for us, but 
if we don't do it the right way, then we'll never be able to experience it. We're gonna be like Jonah, or either, or yeah, or either be like Jonah. <laughs> and so I don't know about you, I do not want to have a Jonah experience. Um, just let me consult God, and if He says yes, okay. If He says not yet, baby, okay. Just wait a little while, and if He says no, all you can do is suck it up and keep it moving. I tough pill to swallow, I know. Which takes us to our next scripture, Isaiah 55, and we're going to read verses 8 through 10. So Isaiah chapter 55, reading verses 8 through 10. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Again, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. All right, so we'll actually just do um, eight and nine. So let's look at it little by little. So as the heavens are higher, I'm sorry, uh, eight verse, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. That's pretty self-explanatory. He is letting us know that, look, I do not think the same way that you think. And, you know, that is okay. We do not think alike. Even as humans, we do not think a lot. Think alike. Some people think just for the moment. Some think as in planning, you know, for the future. And some think as, you know, for, for both. Some people feel like, hey, we need to just plan for the now, plan for the future, or just plan for both. So our thinking is different here on earth. But he is letting us know that his thinking is totally and completely different than the way that we think here on this earth. Because we think we know what we're doing, but on the other hand, God, he knows what he's doing when it comes to us because he knows us. So he's like, you think you know what you want to do or you think you want to go over there? You think you want to visit? You think you want to work there? You think you want to get a career in that field? Huh. We're not we're not on the same page. No. <laughs> we're not aligned. So he's like, No, my thoughts are not your thoughts. So I don't I don't expect you to think the same way that I do. And because we do not think the same way, because I do not think the same way as you do, I need you to trust me. That's it. I need you to trust me. Because if you lean on your own understanding if you lean on the ways that you think or how you think, boy, you're going to end up in some trouble. I don't know if y'all have seen that meme going around, but it was talking about what happens when you start leaning on your own understanding, you start falling, and that's exactly what happens. When we start leaning on our own understanding, when we start following our own head and not aligning it with what God has for us, then we're going to be in trouble. We are going to be in trouble. And so the next part says, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. So not only do we think differently, but we act differently. So not only do we think differently, we act differently. So quite naturally, if he thinks, you know, a little different than us, then he's definitely going to act a little different. Take, for instance, if you have, you know, two people in a room, their thinking levels are different. So that means they're going to act differently. Not saying that one is better than the other, but people think differently and they act differently. And so you can, I mean, you can pretty much tell the way one person thinks and how it is displayed in their actions. You can tell, you know, how, you know, what kind of, what kind of person they are. Not all the time, not 100%, but a lot of times you can't. Depending on how a person thinks, it's going to be reflected in their actions. And so 
if God told told us that, look, I'm, I don't think like you, so I don't act like you. <laughs> and we see that today. And even as believers, uh, believers, they all think differently. When we're supposed to have on the same have the same mind of Christ, but everyone does not. Every believer does not. Every Christian does not. And because they do not have on the same have the same mind as Christ, they all act differently. And I know we're not going to all be the same as far as our actions and our ways. I'm not saying that we're all supposed to be, you know, uniform as robots acting the same way, thinking the same way. No. But I am saying we should all think Christ-like. Like, I should, there shouldn't be, you know, a set of believers who, who shows so much love, so much grace, and, you know, towards others. And then you have other Christians and other believers who is just so mean and horrible, have a bad attitude. And it's like, where is the love? But, you know, the ways are different. Our, the way that we think, they're different. And then the, verse 9, it says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts and your thoughts. That's just letting us know, like, how different we are. Like, first of all, we know that he is all-powerful. He, he is almighty. He is a God. So that already separates us from him. But look how different it is when it comes to his thinking process and the way that he behaves. The heavens are higher than the earth. And I don't know if you've ever flown in, or, you know, not flown, but if you've rode on an airplane before, but it's amazing just to, you know, ride up with the clouds, one of the greatest experiences if you have not experienced that yet. But riding up in the clouds being so high up, even though we're still on the earth, but we're like 30,000 feet up in the air. But think about the next heaven, you know, outside of the earth's atmosphere. He's like, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts and your thoughts. Like, not even close. Not even close to thinking the way that we do. Not even close to acting the way that we do. And here we down here thinking we just got it going on, living life our way, doing things our way, behaving the way we want to, thinking the way that we want to, following our own plans, and leaving God out of the equation. Like, how dare we? How dare we? I mean, how how do you do this and, and keep this from the Father who knows all about you? How dare you? And I feel like that, that probably insults God. You know how children are so disrespectful toward their parents, you know? And it's like, I can't believe you did this. After all, all that I've done for you <laughs> brought you in this world and everything and the disrespect. I brought you in this world. I, cre- I created you. You came out of me. And you just want to leave me out of everything. You don't, you don't even think to even mention it to me, to talk to me. You just go on about your business, going on about your plans, and you just fail to include me on anything. And so sometimes we have to break it down and look at it that way because I feel like we're so on the go all the time. And, you know, we do we might do our daily talks with God, whether it's in the morning, and then you might do it at night. But do we actually just think about how we're treating our Father? Are we including him? Are we consulting him or consulting with him? Are we making sure that our plans are in line with the plans that he has for us? Are we making sure that the way that we think is even close to aligning with what he's thinking? We know they will never be like his thinking, but are we trying to make the effort to make sure that it is aligned with his thoughts? And so these are things that we just need to think about because, like I said, we're always on the go and so focused on the things that we want to accomplish, and sometimes we forget to include God. We forget to include our Father. 
the Heavenly Father who knows best. Father knows best. So I know sometimes we get distracted. Life gets hard. And sometimes we may fail to go to God. You know, even as a believer, I'm not, we're not perfect. We're not perfect. So when life gets hard and when things begin to get us down, sometimes we cave in and we kind of just keep to ourselves when all we have to do is go, he already knows what we need before we even ask him. So what I want you to do as we're getting prepared for our prayer, I want you to look within yourself, look down within yourself, and really ask, have you excluded your father from your plans? And, you know, somebody say, no, I always pray to God before I do anything. But just, and, and I mean everything, the good things, the bad things, are we really including our father, even though he already knows? Like, we really don't have to explain anything to him because, like you said, he knows before we even. And so if you have found yourself excluding God at any time, because, you know, it, it can happen. It can happen. We're not perfect. We fall, we slip, and sometimes we may fail to go to God first. You hear me? Go to God first. And so we're going to pray tonight, and and even for those who are seeking God even right now in this moment, you may be hurting, you may be going through some things, and you've been trying to figure it out, and maybe you've gone to certain individuals, you've gone to one person, you've gone to another person, you've gone to friends, you've gone to family, and they have not been able to give you the peace that you need. Why? Because it can only be found in the Father. And maybe you want to restore your relationship with your Father because, you know, sometimes that happens. Sometimes we get angry, we get upset, we don't like what happens. And so it, it puts a strain between us. And so tonight I'm going to pray for even amended or amended relationship. Because Father knows best. Father loves you. Our Father, he loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the same Father, the same Father, he is still just and willing, willing and just to forgive. He tells us to just repent for our remissions of our sins. So all we have to do is repent, and invite him back into your heart or invite you whether it's for the first time or just restoring your relationship with him. And so we're going to pray that we just trust God, like fully trust God. Father, we thank you. Oh, God, and we love you. Thank you for this, this moment and this opportunity just to come to you. Lord, we we thank you for sending your son to die for our sins. Lord, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, we thank you for just all that you have done. Lord, we ask of your forgiveness. We ask that you will forgive us for all of our sins. We ask that you forgive us for not putting you first and for going after our, our own plans without consulting you and without waiting for an answer. Lord, we ask that you forgive us for leaning on our own understanding. God, help us to put our full trust in you. Help us to seek you first. Help us to put you in every decision that we make. And, Father, those who are seeking relationship with you, those who are seeking restoration of a relationship with you, God, we ask that you restore it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you enter the heart of those who are just seeking you for the first time, those who want to know you, 
those who want to be accepted by you. Lord, we thank you because you are a good father, a father who loves, a father who forgives, a father who we can trust at all times. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the comfort of your scriptures that gives us the hope that we need from day to day. And, Lord, help us to continue to trust in your word and not to lean on our own understanding. Lord, help us not to do things our ways because you tell us that your thoughts are not our thoughts and neither your ways our ways. So help us to fully trust in you. Help us to follow your plans. Help our thoughts and our ways to align with yours, even though we know they they don't come close to it, but help us to at least attempt to align them with yours. Lord, we ask that you bless every listener tonight. Lord, we ask you to bless every family. God, continue to strengthen us on this journey. Lord, with so much violence going on, Lord, we pray that you continue to cover us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you continue to watch over us. God, we pray for those in authority, those those who are making decisions. Lord, we just ask that you direct their thoughts and direct their decisions. Lord, we pray, we pray for Purpose Kingdom Network and every minister that is a part of the broadcast. God, we ask that you touch them and their families and everyone who's connected to them. Lord, we just, just want to tell you thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. How it's renewed every morning. And, Lord, we ask that you just continue to be with us, continue to help us carry out your will. Give us the strength to carry out your will, even when it becomes hard or seems difficult and even seems impossible. Lord, we know that you have the final say and that your purpose will always prevail. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We honor you. And we give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. And at this time, I'm going to turn it over to Brother Rob, and he's going to give us the announcements for Purpose Kingdom Network. All right, all right. Great job, great job. And uh, for those that have turned their uh, life over to Christ, uh, I do have uh, one, you know, uh, small suggestion that you do, and that's uh, the final Bible-believing teaching, preaching, sanctuary that I nurture you in the word of Christ. And um, in the meantime, if you can't find that sanctuary, uh, that's why we broadcast here almost each and every night that we do and that we're able to. And we just thank you so much for joining us, uh, no matter where in the world you are. Uh, we just thank you so much and uh, just let you know that uh, we uh, celebrate you being a new creature in Christ. And real quickly, I'll just go ahead to the announcements. This is a product of Purpose Kim Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are, no matter whether you're listening to us online or you're listening to us via phone. Uh, we greatly appreciate your listenership and support. And we also thank those that share with their friends and family members, letting them know that we are here on the air tonight at Purpose Kim Network. Okay, and uh, anytime we do a live broadcast here on Purpose Kim Network, Via Blog Talk Radio, we are broadcasting on live on Blog Talk Radio at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And anytime we do a live show, uh, we have we have a call-in number which is three one nine five two seven six zero nine one. And anytime you want to talk to any one of our hosts, you can press the number one. And also at that same website, you can listen to any of our past shows. You can listen to it at its entirety and at your convenience. And uh, feel free to do so and uh, share with your friends and family members. We thank you so much. We also invite you to like us on our Facebook page, Kingdom, on Facebook, where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. You can see our upcoming announcements and uh, or anything uh, dealing with our future events. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. For those that, you know, uh, as always, share with your friends and family members. Uh, and uh, also, just to be aware, uh, Purpose Kingdom Network has its own radio uh, uh, radio network, a radio show, which is at pkn.com. So once again, you go to pkn.com, where you can hear 24 hours of musical content and musical musical 
inspirational music for you to enjoy. Uh, feel free to go ahead and check out PurposeKingdom.com or, or PKN.com, which is short for Purpose Kingdom. And uh, as always, uh, we will be broadcasting tomorrow night at the 9 p.m. hour. And uh, once again, we'll be broadcasting tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour with The Dwelling Place, and that's going to be hosted by uh, Sister Dominique Hudson. And uh, please uh, feel free to make a a reminder or any kind of notations that you need to make. Uh, So with God's will and God's blessing, please join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for The Dwelling Place with Sister Dominique Hudson. And uh, with that being said, uh, um, we're going to get ready to turn the show back over to Minister Arthur Jackson. And I just want to uh, once again tell her congratulations, and uh, we're, we're just glad and, uh, and we're happy to hear that she's moving on to the next chapter in her life. And uh, we're, we're happy, and, of course, um, we're just uh, happy to hear uh, words of encouragement that anything that goes on positive in any one of our hosts here at Purpose Kingdom Network. So, uh, Minister Jackson, I'm going to turn the show back over to your hands. Thanks, Brother Ross. So just a quick recap of, you know, what we talked about tonight. Um, I I pray that something that was said has encouraged your heart and has, you know, encouraged you to to trust God, you know, fully, you know, trust God fully and to understand that he, he really does know what's best for us. Sometimes we think we know what's best for us. But when we think about it, God is the one who created us. So he ultimately, and he knows what we need, what we don't need. We have a lot of desires, and sometimes those desires aren't really what we need. And I know we don't want to hear that either. No one likes to be told no. You know, even as a child, when when parents or that father says no, sometimes it hurts. (laughs) And so... We have to get to the place where we're able to, you know, accept, I guess, accept God's plans for us and, you know, just take them at his word and just know that in the long run it's going to be helpful. It's going to be worth it because if we decide to ignore the answer that God has for us or the plans that he has for us, we can end up a a huge mess. We can end up a huge mess. and, And who's to say that we're going to come out of it? Everyone may not make it, make it out of it, make it, make it out, you know, just by chance. And, well, not even chance, but just by grace, Jonah made it out. Um, even the things that David did, you know, with him being a man out of God's heart, he made some decisions that were not in God's plan, but thank God for grace, he made it out every time, you know. And so we have to... Just get it within our hearts and make up in our mind, like, look, God, I I trust you. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. I'm going to do your will. What you have for me, I'm going to accept it. You know the song, what God has for me, it is for me. And if he says no, there's nothing we can do but just accept what God allows or what he doesn't allow. Like I said, his purpose will always prevail. We can't defeat it. We can't bypass it. We can't go around it. But whatever he says, hey, we just have to accept it and continue to live on. It'll be okay. Like, what's the worst that can happen by, you know, following his will? What's the worst that can happen by, you know, leaning on his understanding, trusting in him? What's the worst that can happen? So look at it that way. We might want one thing, but if God wants us to have something else, what is the worst that could happen? So thank you for tuning in tonight. And, again, that information that I gave out earlier with the sexual assault hotline and the website, be sure to check that out. That's RAIN.org, R-A-I-N-N.org, and you will find lots of information, like helpful information that will help you and others. So I want to take this time to thank all of our online listeners. We appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate those who may have called in and listening Thank you for tuning in. And so hopefully you'll join Purpose Kingdom Network tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a good night.
Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. He saved me, I 